Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. As we traveling down that track, this is going through the Bible in 10. A quick synopsis of the word of God as we traveling down that track on that freedom train as we going through the Bible line by line, verse by verse, word by word as God is revealing himself unto us in a powerful, powerful, powerful way. It is a great thing as we see God unclothing himself unto us in little bitty bits and pieces as we are intaking him in, in interpretation, application, and revelation as we spend three minutes in each section and one minute to wrap it up as we traveling down that track, as we embarking off of that train in Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 8. And the word of God simply says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. My, 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 my. Now let us unpack this most powerful, powerful verse. And let's see what the Lord has for you and I today. And the Bible says, and the Lord God said. Now listen, we're talking about Elohim here. We're talking about God Almighty himself, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. They come into agreement right here as they said as one. Now, this is a powerful thing as they come into agreement and says as one, they said it is not good. It is not a good thing. It is not a thing of right. It is not a thing of right. It is not a thing of perfection. It is not a thing of coming into fullness. It is not a thing of perfection. Here. It is not a thing of holiness. It is not a thing of wholeness here. It is not a thing of perfection here that man, what God had created, man. It is not a thing of mankind. It is not a thing of man, him, mankind himself. Now watch it now. It is not a thing of mankind should be alone. Now this is a powerful thing. Because we know that mankind should be Alone, alone. In other words, it, it alone meaning that it could be separated, or either it could be that man could be unique, the only one of its kind. It is not a good thing that this, that mankind should be the only one. This individual, this individuality, this 
creation. This is not a wholeness. It cannot come to its fullness by it being by its Lord perfected. It cannot come to its wholeness. It cannot be fulfilled by its being isolated alone unto its wholeness by its lonesome. In other words, it says here, he says that I will. He says that I will God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost said that I will make, I will make him mm. and help meet, not a help mate. Some translations might change that word into mate. There's a difference between a help meet and a help mate. I want to help you here now. We're talking about interpretation because in help mate, animals have mate. We have help meet. A help mate is a mate is one that reproduces. But a help meet is a suitable companion. A rare, unique individual. A mate is one of reproductive, but a meat is a rare, suitable companion of unique qualities. All right now, here we go. For him, specifically for him, one of his unique, rare, and suitable qualities I'm going to make for him. So, when God made it, he made it suitable, rare, unique, individual, designed specifically for him. Now, I want you to understand this, that he didn't just throw something together. He designed it rare, unique, suitable companion for him. Now, how do we apply this to our lives? I want you to understand that every individual that comes across our paths, every individual that comes into our life, every individual that comes into our positioning, that comes into our paradise, that comes into our situation, that comes into our circumstances, is not thrown in there by chance. They are not put in there by chance. They are not put in there by accident. They are not put in there because they filtered in there, they flopped in there, or they jumped in there. They're put in there because, number one, it is a design by God. It is a design by God. God is the author of this thing. So, number one, it's a design by God. Now, 
we also know, excuse me, that everybody is not put in there forever. We know some people are in our lives for a season. We know some people are in our lives forever. Some people are in our lives for relationships. Some people are in our lives to teach us a thing. Some people are in our lives to help us see things about ourselves. Some people are in our lives to enhance our lives. Some people are in our lives to show us some things about us. Some people are in our lives for us to get some things out of. Some people are in our lives to guide us to some directions and things. There is a reason why God allowed people in our lives. There is a reason. Because there are unique and rare. There are not no mistakes of people in your life. There's no mistakes There's reasons why God allowed people to come across your path. There is a reason God puts them in your path. There are reasons. He just don't put them in your path for for just to put them in there. There is something that God has for them, for you. There's something that God wants you to get out of them. There's something that God has for you. There's something that you need to grab. Even though you might think because you were hurt, even though you might think because you're dead, they deceived you or whatever you think that they did to you, you are to receive something that you need to look at that God because the Bible tells you that all things work together for your good so there's something that you need to look at there's something you need to grab hold to there's something that God is working for you regardless of what you think you need to evaluate it through the word of God and take a look at you need to see what God is trying to tell you, what God is trying to work through them, through you, what God is trying to teach you through them, through the word of God. You need to take a look and see because nothing is by chance. Everything is designed by God. Now, what is the revelation to all of this? It is a beautiful thing when Christ Jesus is allowed to maneuver and work in one's life. When we are open and our eyes are watching for the hand of God to move. See, when we allow God to work in our lives, when we allow God to do the things that God is doing in our life, then we are receptive to what God is doing. See, when we are closed-minded, we are shutting off the hand of God. But when we are open and we see what God is doing, sometimes the smallest movement makes the biggest change. It doesn't need a Mack truck to cause a world of difference. Sometimes the smallest movement can make the biggest change. 
things. You see, we have to be ready and be watching as we pray and be listening as we sit still for the movement and the words of God. Because God is in everything and is speaking to us and is moving around us. All we have to do is to understand that he has designed it and he has prepared it and he has placed it and all we have to do is to be aware of it. This is our lesson today.